Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around talking about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters, and I clapped for our track matching at the beginning, and some dust flew into my eye, so it's going to be that kind of episode. Uh, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, uh, we've got Luke. It's pretty unprofessional of you. you got to just power through that kind of thing, buddy. It hurt, and I started stinging, and okay, we've, well. got, we've got Mike. This is the first time that Tangers with Attitude has ever done anything unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> mark it, mark the day. We've got Simon. Merry Victoria Day to all subjects of the Commonwealth out there. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got our friend Cassidy back. Oh, hi. Howdy. Put another <laughs> shrimp on the barbie, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we have uh, someone here who can talk to the the efficacy of that scene because I I yeah we'll we'll get we'll talk about it when we get we there. Couldn't get, um, we couldn't get any experts for the parts of the scene where they talk about Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, but by uh-huh. God, we could cover the part of the episode, I the looked, part of the scene where someone talked about shrimp on the Barbie. I looked up some stuff for Kwanzaa. Man, Kwanzaa's wild. I don't know. If, we'll we'll talk about it when we get there. Okay. Um, so, oh, dude, that is that is a perilous line to walk. Yeah, to be like, right? man, you yeah. hear about this fucking Kwanzaa thing? How nuts is that? I can't no, wait no, to no, hear. No, I'm sorry. A celebration of equality is not wild. The history of Kwanzaa is wild. We were is just watching you over there spreading etchels all, all in front of us, like, as you were yeah. saying that. Okay, great. So, uh, yeah, so we got kind of a, a interesting episode this week. That's a word um, for it. <laughs> I wanted to go ahead and get the most important segment of the show out of the way real quick, though, before we move on, uh-huh. uh, which is that, Cassidy, it's been a pretty long time since you've oh, been on the show, sake. and I just wanted to ask you if anything Power Rangers related has happened to you since you've been on last. On this of all days, on Christmas, <laughs> Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Zach, really? <laughs> um, well... Let's see. Should I tell them about that time I t- joined a team of rangers and destroyed a machine empire? Nah. No, nothing's happened to me. Power Rangers related. In your face, okay. Zach. 
Well, what what uh, is is anything podcast related going on with you? For example, for example, maybe something that you would like to plug on the show. I, I mean, I was going to do that at the end, but okay, well, we can well, we can do no, it. No, Never. no, no, no. <laughs> you forced my hand. Uh, okay, we, that's we just, fine. We just finished finished season four of Leverage on Let's Steal a Podcast, so we're basically in the home stretch. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's weird to have multiple shows on yeah. Audio Entropy, like, gonna that, end soon. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're, we're reaching uh, the end of era one of Audio Entropy. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Our phase one. How, how many, like, podcasts have we had that, like, cover TV shows that have just, they got to the finish? Like, four? We'll, we'll, Coming up? Yeah, Beast Wars, Totally Spies, Leverage. Yeah. What's end the fourth Evangelion. one? Oh, yeah, Evangelion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You did that one, one of- and you forgot. So w- what do you think is going to end first, Teenagers with Attitude or Home for Infinite Losers? Well, <laughs> <laughs> depends on what you mean by finish. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. One of those things is not like the others. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Also, I'm pretty sure it would take longer to do this show even if we were regularly doing Home for Infinite I think Losers. it's, yeah, there's something like 200 more Power Rangers episodes than Dragon Ball or something. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, I do want to just say on the record, the Hiffle ending was my fault. I, I flaked. I got It's fine. I, also, like, just as you were getting wound up, like, all systems. Goku started and kind of stole the well, thunder as far as Dragon Ball podcast nah, go. Listen, that's not how anything works. Uh, yeah, I, there's totally room for multiple. Like, there's so sure, many yeah. Power Rangers. Uh, yeah, Mike, uh, Mike, you do not podcast. need to follow that sort. I think all of us collectively flaked. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Also, by the way, like, uh, of any network that's going to throw shade uh, for, for like podcasts that just end unceremoniously, I don't think any of us are allowed to say anything. Nope. I announced one on this show and right. then never made it. So like, I don't think I get to talk, yeah. sh- talk shit. And listen, so. every now and then we're like, man, we should bring that show back. It was fun to do. Anyway. <laughs> then you realize you're up <laughs> yeah. to some kind of weird, horny old Master Roshi episode. And you go, never mind. That no, doesn't even get that far into the planning. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I think it's really just more just the time commitment. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, you should watch, uh, or I'm sorry, you should listen to Let's Steal a Podcast, uh, oh, a show that is airing on Audio Entropy, <laughs> and you should ha- you should do that. It's fun and good, even when leverage is not, which is I don't know, surprisingly often. Yeah, I still like leverage, but listening to y'all's oh, show boy. has made me. Made me remember that, like, oh, when I watched that for the first time, I didn't have a lot of the, like, knowledge that I have now about what's fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's a different it's a different thing to watch now. We unfortunately um, have to suffer through Will Wheaton being a total creep, as yeah. is normal. So you, you're suffering through Will Wheaton. I was gonna yeah. say, as yeah. do we all. That's just kind of how he is. Um, so... That said, let's move on to talking about things. Talking about things. There's a couple this week. Uh, one that I find pretty interesting that I I don't know if this is how it has been in the the like Nickelodeon Power Rangers era in the past because um, this is probably the first time I've been as keyed into like Power Rangers Twitter and 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 the the kind of fandom at large, but um, the 
so basically how it works now in Power Rangers for Nickelodeon is they air like seven or eight episodes. Yeah. And then they go on a hiatus. Yep. Well, other countries don't do that. So they just continue to show the episodes, which means that if you follow Power Rangers on Twitter or any, anywhere like that, um, you're going to get spoiled because mm-hmm. they're just, you know, five or six episodes ahead of us. Um yeah, that, that shit's wild, because, like, I was just scrolling through Twitter, by the way, and just seeing someone go, hey, by the way, fucking spoilers, here's here's shit that's going to happen in six episodes on Power Rangers, because France is still showing it. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> I think, like, France and Italy are the two I've seen pop up in my Twitter feed, and the other thing is, like, it's Twitter, so there's no, like, spoiler tags. It's just, yeah. like, if you happen to follow someone who's retweeted it... You're just going to see it. Now, it's Power Rangers. So, like, I, yeah. I mean, for me personally... It, it's no Game of Thrones. It's no prestige television. Yeah, it's not that big a deal to know, like, oh, this character might, you know, become a, a ranger or something like that. But it, it's Although, it's I mean, listen, if... If if uh, if what I've been gathering on Twitter is any indication, apparently Game of Thrones isn't really prestige television either. Not I mean, anymore. it's not television anymore anyway, so <laughs> yeah, it's over true. now. I mean, it's very bad. God, it has been such a hellish couple of months every Sunday just having a tidal wave of people yelling about something I don't yeah. care about. Every single trending word on Twitter is Game of Thrones. It reminds me of, like, around WrestleMania time. Yeah, yeah, except, worse. except that's like two or three times a year. This was right. weekly. Yeah. yeah. So. At least it was only like a six-episode season, so it's a small part of the year, I guess. Also, when when Wrestle uh, Twitter takes over for, you know, it's, its annual events or its monthly events or whatever, its nonsense is slightly more comprehensible. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so watch out for that. Uh, the one interesting thing, if you are... Well, okay, so if you are trying to avoid Beast Morphers spoilers, go ahead and skip, uh, uh, I don't maybe know, Maybe we just minute. shouldn't. <laughs> Do I have well, to skip the it, podcast now? It, nah, Do fine. you want, I mean, okay, well, basically, there it there is rumors, so there you go, it's a rumor, it's not necessarily a spoiler. Oh, this was not go. in the same thing as these, like, for sure spoilers, Um that they're going to make the green Beast Morph Ranger, who in the Sentai is like a one-off character who's, mm-hmm. he, their deal is weird, but like they're in literally one episode. They might be making that into a full Ranger for the show just because they can, I guess, which sure. cool. it's always interesting to me when the, the US stuff diverges that much. Yeah. So that'd be cool. Um, I'd, I'd be down with that. So there you go. Sure. Uh, some Beast Morphers news. Um, While we wait uh, for the American episodes to come out in six months or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, that's honestly the reason I had. So I've been watching Beast Morphers, but I forgot that the reason I didn't watch Ninja Steel was this shit. Yeah. Because I, it so kills my momentum. Yeah, we had, it started in March. It ended like three weeks ago. And now there's no episodes until September or something. It's weird. That's such a long time. And I just can't. Yeah, Mm. it's. I mean, they already do the weird thing where they break. So, yeah, if you don't follow uh, current Ranger stuff, essentially it's two seasons that are really one story. Uh They've been doing it that way for a while. So there's already this big break in the middle. And and now they're also they also do this. Why? 
why is like the programming for kids TV shows always so weird? Dude, we, we've talked about this before. Like I stopped watching uh, Steven Universe entirely because of how bad. I mean, I caught up now. Yeah. Okay. But like, it's so it's so crazy how bad yeah. it is for kids shows. And I don't know why that is. <laughs> like it's even like gotten to the point where now like She-Ra Netflix is getting in on it. Well, the entire premise of Netflix Originals is that you can binge yeah. watch the whole thing. Yeah, lately Netflix has been splitting their seasons in half, so you get to, like, I think Kimmy Schmidt and a couple, like, okay, it's not just the kids maybe stuff. it was like that also. Like, they started yeah, having, like, six episodes come out at once. That's, it's frustrating, but at least it's just two, like, in half and not, like, this yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah like, like, I, Steven Universe especially had that, like, right. here's five episodes, now here's nothing for four months. Yeah. Like, just, okay, why? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why it is, it, but, yep, yeah, so so hang on, I, they'll be back. I'm not, I'm not sure what happens over there, but sometimes here we get, like, weekly Netflix episodes. Like, yeah. I know The Good yeah. Place did that. Yeah, the, the, the Flash is a Netflix show here, and it's weekly. Yeah, that tends to happen Arizona. with shows that, like, aren't Netflix in America, but, like, Netflix yeah. licenses for other countries. Uh. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the, the, the thing that kind of is, is common. Between yeah, it's so, stuff that, like, airs on network TV, but then, like, Netflix has the rights to distribute it internationally. Yeah, so uh, so my other thing to talk about before we get into the episode is um, uh, Bat in the Sun, which is a production company that makes a YouTube series called uh, Superpower Beatdown, which is, like... You know, it's your nerd, like, what if Voltron fought the Megazord, or what mm-hmm. if Batman fought whoever? Okay. The difference, the difference being that they're usually pretty well produced, and the fight choreography is pretty good. Okay. Um, the writing is still garbage. But they also, I did not realize this, made that pretty cool video for the, um, if you remember... Uh, there was a video put out for the Street Fighter Power Rangers crossover oh, they did yeah, for the yeah. mobile fighting game. They made that as well, That's which cool. I enjoyed a lot. Um, they have been teasing on Twitter uh, some project that hasn't really, like, there's no information about it, really, no name or anything, other than some posters that uh, six former Ranger actors have uh, individually tweeted out on their Twitter accounts mm. uh, and then tagged Bat in the Sun on. Um, it So it looks like there's... I don't know if it's actually Power Rangers related. It definitely looks like it. I've I've uh, sent the uh, the image to you guys in the chat. Yeah. Um, so it's six former Ranger actors. There's uh, Jason David Frank, because he has to be there. It's the mm-hmm. law. Yeah, he'll, uh, be, he'll be doing this until he's an old man, as we learned yeah. this week. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Johnny Young Bosch, um, J- Jason Font, who was uh, Time Force Red, Wes, mm-hmm. who is also tends to show up in a bunch of stuff. Uh, Ciara Hanna, I, who is uh, Gia from Megaforce, mm-hmm. uh, and Yoshida Sudarso, um, who's Coda from Dino Charge. Coda, yeah. And Christy Ann, who's Ninja Steel Pink, whose character yeah. name I don't remember Sarah. because there's Ninja Steel. I'm sorry. Sarah. I, I uh, only know this because Ninja Steel is really recent. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so these six actors, and they're wearing what like looks like Halo power armor, which could be 
you know, your quote-unquote realistic Power Rangers reimagining. Yeah, I mean, I've seen enough, like, mid-2000s forum posts complaining yeah, that Master Chief looks like a Power Ranger. The thing that the thing that ma- this makes me think of most in the art style is that Power slash Rangers yeah, of course. Oh. Uh, thing. Oh. So that's not... It really does make me think of Halo, actually. Even more yeah, than anything. Is this what's left of the Order? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good <laughs> question. That through is that this is what's left. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. So anyway, that there's something going on. I don't know exactly what it is. It could be officially licensed in some manner because Bat in the Sun has done some licensed stuff. It might sure. not be. Um, but, you know, fan films, there's a lot of fan films. The only reason I'm really mentioning this is because they've they've built a little cast of people that I like. And also because they have previously done stuff that I think is pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, the art style looks kind of lame, but whatever. It's, it's uh, you know, promo shots on Twitter. Who knows? Yeah. So there you go. That's your other uh, thing that's kind of interesting. Uh, Wait, now, is that what the segment's called now? Things that are kind of interesting? Yeah, things that are kind of interesting. <laughs> I don't know, I was on Twitter. The whole se- name of the segment is, I don't know, I was on Twitter and this seemed neat, maybe? Question mark. That's the name of the, that's the name of the I segment. I feel like we need to stop workshopping these segments on air. <laughs> so, is that two new jingles that Eric has to do now? <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get into the episode with that. Um, this is... Power Rangers Zio Season 1, Episode 29, A Season to Remember. Boy, is it ever a season to Boy, remember. Boy, is it. Uh, mm-hmm. But also, something to point out, this was the last episode aired of Power Rangers Zio. Uh, yeah. Oh, That's... so this is not icy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, it, it was shown after the rest of the show. Well, probably because it was shown at Christmas time. No, well, sort of. November 27th. What? Which, that's close. It's yeah, not that's, even the that's right month. <laughs> it's, it's, that's that's after American Thanksgiving, right? So it's in the season. Yeah, it is. Well, it depends. Yeah. It depends on as what, soon as Thanksgiving yeah. ends, then it's Christmas. I mean, that's basically how it that's works. How, that's yeah. how non-Americans perceive American Christmas, anyway. See, I, feel like, I mean, no, you're this right. Is a situation where, like, we think of it that way now, but this was the '90s. It's like how you know places before that, the invention like, oh, wow, of Black Friday. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying, like, people used to think, like, oh, wow, it was, it, it never used to get this cold here. It's like, no, that used to be that cold all the time. It's just global warming. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're not, this is a different era with a different kind of Christmas season. Yeah. Why, why is this episode that was 29 not funny, then? and it was rambling and nonsense. Just cut all the, everything I said out, please. <laughs> well, uh, you Eric, see. Don't this, do this, that. Don't cut it out. <laughs> well, you see, this episode is 29 because it was on the DVD put between... The previous episode and this episode. I'm sure it's like a production order thing, yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. Basically, this this episode was... I don't know why. That must be the production order, maybe? Yeah. That's what I just said! Oh, sorry. I'm... Well, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there you go. Yes, it was not aired in order, probably for that reason, I, but... I know that more sure. recent Power Rangers seasons typically have a Halloween and a Christmas special that are kind of outside of the series, but they usually air before the end of those series, but then are listed at the end of the series, so it's like the opposite of this, so anyway, it's weird with those specials. Well, uh, Power Rangers, like, it, 
as I understand it, does it kind of really weird now where like the series finale will always be the Christmas special. I don't know how oh, long weird. they've been doing that, but oh, from yeah, what I understand they've done now, the last yeah. few seasons. That's, that's kind of weird. They, they always have their big like climax where they usually lose their powers in some way or walk away from being Power Rangers, and yeah. then there's and then a they Christmas just do episode, one more episode, which is often a clip show from Santa yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so uh, the other thing that that's weird because of this is that the. Uh, I guess the aired version, this is according to Ranger Wiki, so, uh, but the, the aired version had Austin St. John in the opening titles. The one on Netflix does Weird. not. I don't know about the DVD version. I don't have that uh, one. They just spoiled it in the credits? Yeah, I guess so. But <laughs> That's amazing. I, it was the aired He's version. Like, it actually aired after the rest oh, of the that's season. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. yeah. So there you go. So what's, um, what's Raymond doing here then? He's not even in this episode. No, of course he's not. He's and, not. Like, yeah. Because as far weird. as we know, Raymond is the Cold Ranger right now. Right. But like, <laughs> yeah. if this came out after that got, you know, revealed, why? Yeah, Ugh. it's strange. Anyway, so we so open it, on a Christmas did, did tree. Did anyone? Uh, sorry again. I, I don't even remember if I was here last week. I'm pretty sure I was. You were. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> okay. Did listen? I know you're trying to forget last week happened. <laughs> no. Are, did uh, did we ever talk about the the change in the credits to reflect the Gold Ranger being there at one and two to reflect the change in occupation for our previous cops? I don't remember. I was preoccupied. Yeah, the Gold Ranger is now in the credits and Bulk Skull and uh, Detective Stone uh, all yeah. appear, but in their new jobs, basically. So, yeah, we have an update to our, uh, uh, to our mm. you know, our credits. I just um, try to make make a point of it because, like, we've we've mentioned like whenever there's been a change in the credits before. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, so we open on a Christmas tree, nice little Christmas tree, uh, and we have an old man talking about how much he loves peppermint and the smell of pine <laughs> and and jump kicks. And, yeah, and jump <laughs> kicks, and how he gives thanks for jump kicks every year. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's let's cut the shit. Like, okay, they try to kind of hide it by by filming him from the back, and like his hair is all painted white. This is supposed to be Tommy as an old man. They they have Jason David Frank try to talk like a grandpa, and it sounds exactly like Jason David Frank trying to affect a grandpa voice. You cannot disguise his mumbles, no matter how hard nope. you try. <laughs> the other thing is. Uh, Mike, I'm not sure his hair is painted white. I'm pretty sure it's the worst wig I've ever seen in my <laughs> yeah, whole life. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, they don't. You don't see his face till the end of the episode. They show right. him only from the back at the beginning. Uh, but this is Tommy in the future. I will point out that the comics continuity basically says this all happens. That oh, this is accurate. In, in the <laughs> yeah. recent Ninja Steel crossover, you don't see his son, but he comes home and calls him by name, and he has the same name as the father in the end of this episode. So well, this is right. canon. I appreciate cool. Wait, no, this. this isn't a father at the yeah, end. Yeah, it's not the father. It's, the, it's their big older brother. grandson. Yeah, yeah big yeah. brother. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that's hilarious. That's very funny to me. God. I know that also, like, people railed against this for a long time in the fandom because they were like, no, Tommy's supposed to be with Kimberly. Because uh, we'll see that Tommy has had kids with Kat. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's probably the right call, but whatever. I mean, Think's it's only because they kind of ship them in the show right now. 
Yeah, yeah, pretty if much. If this episode had come out a season earlier, it would be old lady Kimberly here. That is also true. Mm. They're not really dating as of yet in the show, so that's, that's kind of weird also. Except when they are. Yeah. No, they are. Remember, she, he, they're they're dating now. Oh, like, you're right. You're right. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, because yeah, remember bad. they had that romantic scene where, where Heather got fucking screwed over. Yep. yep. <laughs> we yeah, often yeah. have this problem on Steelcast just, where... Two characters are rather affectionate to one another one episode, and the next they just don't talk to one another uh-huh. for five episodes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because they are, you know, either written out of order or nobody gave a shit or whatever. Right. Yeah, for sure. Okay, um, well, about well, they were aggressively year? trying to make sure we knew that one of the characters or both of the characters were heterosexual. Right, <laughs> yeah, you right. gotta make sure. Uh, go uh, ahead. About, about what year do you think that this framing this, this story has is to be sometime place? in the 2040s, I would. Here's something I wanted to point out about that. Based on the level of technology in later Power Rangers seasons, Tommy is a fucking Luddite as an old man. He refuses to have any robots in his house or, you know, nanobots, because that shit's everywhere in Power Rangers at this time. Even a single iPad inside. I'd I don't think there's a TV in this house. No, it's like, just a fireplace and a Christmas tree. This this kid hates going to Grandpa Tommy's house. <laughs> he can't he play it. Fortnite 12 anymore. Doesn't even like. There's no PS9 over there or anything. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, oh, now okay. hold on a second. You don't know that there's no PS9 because the PS9 is just an orb full of liquid that you drip <laughs> in your eyes. Remember, man. <laughs> Let me let me posit this. So we know that in the Power Rangers canon, both through the show and the comics and through all that horseshit, Tommy like becomes like twenty seven different flavors of Power Ranger. Uh-huh. He fights just about every conceivable evil. He's in the, the yeah, stopper yeah. of Power Rangers. Yes, go yeah. ahead. What if he's just straight up in hiding? What if he's just off the grid and also well, off the grid? Off the morphing grid. I think. <laughs> then, then he's fucking bad at it because he's. Well, we'll talk about it in a second. Well, no, but, no. I, I mean, I think we'll see at the ending. He is retired and like has not accepted that he's retired, even though right. he's an old man. So yeah. So Tommy's in his his like cabin in the woods with with you know no technology. <laughs> uh, Please and don't he... call out a cabin in the woods, because that just brings to mind horror. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, we, I listen, mean... people, ca- cabins still happen in the woods. We can't just not use that phrase anymore. Also, no. you don't know that this isn't horrific. <laughs> also, bold of you to assume that there are still woods in the future. Yeah, that's Oof. true. Fair enough. Um, so, uh, he, the kids, the... Oh, God. What if... What if Jason's vendetta finally came to fruition? <laughs> what if he's killed every he tree? Killed all the trees. You do yep. see a log burning in the fireplace, so who knows? Uh, oh, so shit. Tommy, so Grandpa Tommy says, hey, how about I tell you a story? And the kid says, I want presents, which is very funny. Um, because he's a child and he yeah. doesn't give a shit about stories about his grandpa's childhood. Um and yeah, he says, he, he's huh? sick, and um, and the grandfather comes over, and he's gonna read him a story, right? And he's yep. definitely not invested. He wants to play his baseball video games. <laughs> God, this story is not nearly as good as the story in <laughs> Princess Bride. Sorry, no, it's uh, not. Um, oh, so- I never said it was. <laughs> That's kind of a tall order. Also, I just want to say, uh, it is like not to get too into details, and not to take us too far off the rails. Uh, I, I'm browsing Twitter while we do this, and because of a okay. stupid politics thing that happened, Ario Speedwagon is trending. 
What? Okay. okay. Like, Great. For a Thanks good for thing letting or a bad us know. Thing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the dumb politics thing that happened is bad, but I love that Ario Speedwagon is trending on you Twitter. You just suddenly. wanted to shout out Ario Speedwagon. I mean, he founded the Speedwagon pr- Foundation that protects us from vampires. <laughs> so, God I mean, yeah. damn it! God damn it! Okay, so uh, frankly, at this point in time. The uh, the Speedwagon Foundation is more famous than Ario <laughs> Speedwagon. So okay, at this point we cut. We do our our fun flashback uh, to a Actually, very hey, sorry, special well, Christmas. I want to ke- keep this like ignoring what Zach's doing. Train rolling. Hey, hey, Luke. <laughs> yeah. What's uh, up? How much? How much do you think? Like the 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 rise to like more mainstream fame of the JoJo series is like. Do you think that's made any like youngsters go back and listen to any classic rock? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. There's definitely me. more Dio fans than there used to be. It did me. Yeah, I have not watched a, a a JoJo. Yeah, you just you just heard Dio a lot, and you were like, "Well, right. I should go look that guy up." Well, so I it heard turns yes. out he's rad. Yeah. Well, yes is all. Oh yeah, the meme. Yep. Fair enough. <laughs> that that song rules. Uh, okay. There's so- a part in the most recent JoJo where characters just talk about that song, and it came out after the that anime did. Great. Where so, like, hey, yeah, what do you think about yes? Oh my I love god, I hate, I hate all of you. So, we <laughs> we, we, uh, we weren't back in time to when Tommy was a child or teenager or whatever. Okay, hold on. Uh, sorry, again, I had to hit the brakes. <laughs> this, no, this is relevant. This is on topic. Okay. Tommy is straight up telling this, his grandson? I, yeah. Do we ever get a name for the grandson? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Okay, he's telling this grandson about this Christmas he had. Is he's telling the story, he is just overtly telling this kid about the fact that he was a Power Ranger. Oh, I mean, who cares anymore, right? No, <laughs> yeah. that's, it's weirder than that. Yeah, because, yeah, I think you're right. Because we cut back to the to the kid before any Power Rangers-related stuff happens in this story. And the kid says, uh, oh, so what happened to the Power Rangers next? Which means he just already <laughs> knows this, and it's fine. Yeah. That's made even weirder by the end, where his big brother is, I guess, the Red Ranger. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he doesn't know Ranger. that. Oh, Green Ranger, sorry. He's but Green he SPD. Yeah. But he doesn't know that, because he gets a call, and he has to go on Ranger business, and the kid is, the little kid is like, why is he always rushing off? So he knows that Grandpa was a Power Ranger, but not that his brother is, which okay, makes no, no here's fucking the thing. sense. I don't think he does know that Grandpa's a Power Ranger. He just knows... That his grandpa likes to tell him stories about the Power Rangers. You okay? I don't so think you he think... realizes that it's his grandpa in the story. So he thinks. So he... this kid is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, and... he's a kid. He's like yes. four. We're, we're gonna have to scour this episode to see if there are any explicit scenes of the Rangers acting like Rangers and like morphing or something <laughs> to see if he actually tells him about that. I don't think there are, but yeah. anyway, let's move on. Wait, yeah, are the Rangers even in this episode? I don't think so. So we have a... Uh, what a bad story to tell a child. I was kind of hanging out with Emily while I was watching this episode and half paying attention. When I got to the end, I thought I just missed whatever the Ranger part was. I, I don't thought think maybe right. there was just a quick monster fight while I wasn't looking, but they I, seriously never morph. I literally don't think there is. So, I don't think they morph. So we, we actually open on Raymond... Uh, who has been in two episodes now, or three now. Three. Okay, Power Rangers has fucked with my sense of object permanence, because yeah. every time Raymond continues to exist, I'm shocked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the f- Raymond's continued existence is confounding. Uh, Raymond <laughs> Fuck it, I'm just is... gonna look up how many episodes he's in, because... Yeah. yeah. Raymond is con- is talking to Ernie uh, in front of... They leave him to a- die in the desert in the last episode. 
That's true. They did, <laughs> and he still uh, survives. He's like Ernie. This is going to be awesome. Uh, well, because well, we do. Well, we do find out he's Jewish in this episode. So yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. we uh, have some. I also think it's implied Ernie is Jewish. I don't. Because he's the one that's kind of touching the menorah right now. Well, they give him the menorah at the end, and he's like, oh, thanks. They also give him a Christmas tree, and he has the exact same reaction. Well, okay, fair (laughs) enough. Um, But anyway, Raymond is for sure Jewish. We know that because of the awful shit that happens in this episode. (laughs) Um, So anyway, Tommy is like, oh, boy, we're learning all about how other cultures celebrate the holidays. Now, I want to mention this up front. Because it's something that's a common thread through this whole episode. Uh-huh. It is presented as though there are many ways to celebrate the same thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's mm. not really presented as... Like, they call it Kwanzaa and Hanukkah, but everyone right. continually says, we all celebrate the holidays yeah. different ways, yeah. which is not... That's not what that well, is. Because I think like, they, they don't say this out loud. I get the impression they are treating the fact that Cat has summer Christmases in Australia as equivalent to the fact yeah. that Raymond celebrates uh, Hanukkah. Right, yeah. Or, okay, or Kwanzaa, I, yeah. I looked it up. Uh, unfortunately, this is the last appearance of Raymond. Oh. And uh, also, also, unfortunately, <laughs> his, actor, his actor only has one other credit on IMDb. And it is in Big Bad Beetleborgs, and his oh, character shit. is listed as drummer. Okay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Great. Okay. So anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're we're basically at like a cultural holiday festival thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rocky is excited about the food because that's one of his three character traits. Right. Uh, I mean, that's uh, fair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, go for it, dude. Cat shows uh, up. Catherine's Catherine's uh, trait is exposition because she drops. <laughs> I wish Billy was here with us, uh-huh. right? But this he's was, at a oh, family since this was aired reunion. at the end of the season. It was after he'd left the oh, show because he was bullied out of it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> great. So, uh, so Cat has brought uh, some shrimp because in Australia, Christmas comes during the summer, and my family always grills up some shrimp. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Cassidy, as an Australian, uh, yeah. I, first of all, I'm led to believe y'all don't call them shrimp. Is that right? That's correct. We, we, oh. Well, shrimp and prawns, prawns are what we okay. call them, are slightly different animals. And we get prawns here while you get shrimp over there. Like, okay. it's, it's I, more of a matter of supply regions. Sure. Okay, okay fair enough. Now, Cat uh, is Australian. Like, her actress is really Australian, right? Yes. Yes, she is. How long do you think she argued with someone on that set about whether they could get her to say on the Barbie? Oh, absolutely <laughs> not at all. <laughs> she No, she gave him a this, death stare. Do you think they'd allow that from one of their actors? <laughs> yeah. I so, so, now, because we have you here, Cassidy, do you, do you have any, like... Give us some of the 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 quick like what do you guys do different? I know like Santa wears wears board shorts and sh- and stuff like that, which is I mean, always enjoyable. Not really. He's oh, okay. Some, like that's only in like artistic interpretations of Santa. Okay. Um, he, yeah, he wears the red suit. Uh, his sleigh is sometimes pulled by kangaroos. Fantastic. Um, Good. Uh 
like none of us have like real Christmas trees. We all have plastic Christmas trees. Sure. Because like yeah, it makes they sense. don't exist We're- here. And honestly, yeah. yeah, I've never had a real Christmas tree. I I fucking hate real Christmas trees. They suck. Like, sorry. I'm still finding needles <laughs> from the one we had this Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's exactly one upside to getting a real-ass Christmas tree, and that's the smell. It yeah. smells nice. Everything else about it is terrible. Get some air fresheners. Like, you know yeah. what? I built walls around my rooms and my belongings because I don't like the outside being in there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. We we do eat a lot of cold me- cold meats. Like hell yeah. Well, it, from what she brings up, they look like just like cold cooked prawns, not barbecued prawns. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Well, that's, she went that's, to Costco and got a big plastic pull, thing of pull, shrimp. They got yeah. pull and eat shrimp at Costco, and they brought yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, that's totally. accurate because ultimately, <laughs> the cat's family are white. And we don't know how to season things. Accurate. True. Uh, Alternate theory, she tried to barbecue anyway and forgot that because she's in the States, it's dead of winter outside. Uh. (laughs) Oops. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's California. We do see the outside in a few scenes, and it doesn't look cold at all. I was going to say, me and my wife have a Christmas barbecue, or barbecue. God, I've been poisoned. Uh, we have a Christmas grilling tradition. We always grill for Christmas uh, because I live in South Carolina, and mm-hmm. it's usually, like, still 70 degrees. <laughs> so yeah. it's fine. <laughs> I have no reference point for that temperature. Uh, it's uh, it's warm. Ah. It's not cold. Okay. Yeah, it's there you go. Like, Thank you. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's like, not hot, but it's warm. It's, yeah, like, it's nice. Like, well, it's, like, room temperature, basically. It's, like, nice weather. Yeah. So there you go. Um, so yeah, um, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we eat a lot of cold meats, hams, roast beefs. That sounds good to me. The Christmas tradition is, uh, on food is weird because like a lot of families just do turkey again, even though we just right. did it. Yeah. So that's I feel like all Christmas right. dinner is kind of a free for all. You know, we just do turkey once, which is at Christmas, cause, <laughs> you know. Right. Right. Well, yeah. Cause you have a different, right. Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving. but we do have but, Thanksgiving, uh, but it's. Different time, not the right. same anyway. Yeah, yeah. Christmas, you're right though, Luke. I feel like Christmas because it's still like the one of the only times in the year where shit is actually closed. Yeah, people are a little more like insulated in their traditions. Right. So it, it you definitely if you go over to a friend's like Christmas with their family, I feel like you are always going to see like oh mac mac and cheese. Okay, sure. Uh, uh, there's always some weird shit. Yeah. 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 And when you put like when you, when you're with a partner and you start celebrating Christmas in each other's families, there's always something that their family does that you just go, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> Simon, is there something you need to get off your chest? About <laughs> your oh, I, I, I can't even think of a specific example. There was something anyway. Uh, what my did, family. What did they put God. the cheese curds on first before the gravy? <laughs> <laughs> there's no poutine at Christmas that I've. Actually, maybe we should do that, though. That might be good. Why <laughs> for Christmas? Not. It's great. Yeah, yeah. do it. You've um, just started a revolution. Excellent. Where the my, fuck are we in the episode? My, what? Sorry? Shrimp. Shrimp. Yeah, We're anyway. Shrimp. So, so, so. The, the part that concerns me is we we have about six seconds between a big prominent menorah in the shot and bringing a whole plate of shellfish and almost sending it down right next to it. It seems a little <laughs> contradictory. Ooh, yeah, you know, didn't like consider that one, but you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
So you just put that on a different table. You have a few. Yeah. Well, it's, it's also weird because like Raymond is still talking about the menorah and then and then Kat comes in and is like, it, yeah, where I, are we from where I'm from? We do yeah, it this way. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's almost like if the dialogue wasn't clear about this, it, w- it would almost feel like she would like, well, I, I brought a Hanukkah tree to everyone, some shrimp. <laughs> boy, so, I did not consider that element oof, of it at all. Boy. This episode's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> so we cut up to the moon, and uh, we, we you know, one of the things I continue to love about Power Rangers is that the villains are just evil, like, in, yeah. a, in, a, the, in the cartoonish they, way that only you can- joy. Yeah, like, they, like- <laughs> They someone, love each other, but they hate the concept of love. Right, right. like, Clank says uh, the bond of love unites them in this season- and uh, Mondo says, don't say that word, despite the fact that he has a wife and child that he, like, <laughs> cherishes and protects, but whatever, like, fine, okay. Like, the idea of a person who hates, not hates, like, Christmas or whatever, just hates the holidays is very funny to me. It's They just hate those three weeks. Like, fuck them. I, I just hate I just, I just hate it when people get together and be happy. <laughs> oh, so, I, I think, um... What's the big guy's name? I keep forgetting. King Mondo. King Mondo. I think King he's Mondo. just like a new atheist. Yes. Well, yeah, we'll, kind yeah. of. We'll get to what he's all about in <laughs> a few minutes here. So, here's the thing. It's What I thought was going to happen was he's going to be like, well, we're going to Grinch it and steal everything. That's not sure. what happens. And they do. Yeah. I mean, they do that, well, technically. They do, that's true. They do do that. They do but Grinch it. His <laughs> plan is to exploit their diversity and make them hate each other. He says, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going to state my thesis, and then I'm going to run through and explain why it's like, the supporting argument here. Okay. This episode is perhaps the strongest proof we've ever had that this is set in a post-apocalyptic future. Okay. Because <laughs> okay. if King Mondo talks to Queen Machina about how... They're going to, yeah, uh, turn the differences against them and show them that their diversity is actually a weakness. Uh-huh. Which, so now we know, because King Mondo, he's an alien, uh, TV signals, they get sent out into space, you know, who knows what kind of aliens get our weird, like, broadcast, you know, decades later. Sure. King Mondo's clearly been watching Tucker Carlson, wherever he's from. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mm. great. Yep. So, Ooh, so King you're Mondo- not wrong. I mean, I mean, like he is—he is a fan of monarchy. So, so are you telling me yeah. that King Mondo uh, just watched a bunch of Fox News and then, I mean, and then yes. went, "Well, I should kill all them." There's like, like <laughs> his plan is literally to create like a paranoia about the war on Christmas. This is what happens in this episode, <laughs> right? Exactly. Okay. Can so I, I do want to take a moment to talk about sort of the the meta of this? Okay. And I don't I don't even necessarily mean like the, the, the obvious problematic element that's going on here. I mean like the way the show is being written. Yeah. Okay. Cause obviously what the show writers wanted to do is they wanted to have an episode where like everyone like is kind of fighting because like most of the people in the room celebrate Christmas, but somebody's Jewish, somebody's celebrating Kwanzaa, right. and they want people to butt heads. The problem that they run into is the fact that they've written an entire cast of, of people who are already kind, tolerant, and understanding, yeah. and yes. friends with each other, and all that jazz. So they have to come up with some excuse for yeah. that lesson to happen. And the thing, mm. and it's 
it's incredibly contrived. Well, yeah. but it's like, just one I of those like things that... where it's like at the end they're like, "Today we've learned we should be tolerant of other cultures," and it's like, "But you are. You already you knew already that. were. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like robot fun diversity some mind control party. on us. We yeah, should. And I, I, yeah, and I know it's getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but in my mind, the thing that really reinforces it is like after sprocket does what he does the way to like break the spell is like you know zordon's like well we can't reverse it they just have to learn the lesson that they already know <laughs> that they already and that'll know. break the spell so yeah it's weird oh, so we cut uh, to uh, uh just before we leave uh, can i say i really like the design of queen machina's teeth yeah they're, okay. they're like really Scary. square and like queen machina looks get, like, rad, and she's definitely the least used like yeah. she's in in the the least uh, episodes of all the the Machine Empire characters. In mm-hmm. fact, I suspect I, she's straight up in the least footage. I was gonna say I actually think she's only in this in this like repeated shot that they use of the exposition. Kind of like she never shows up in on any American footage. Maybe they just couldn't get the costume. I'm not sure what happened, but yeah. So you're you're right. She has like cogs basically. They're Scary, kind of. Um, so, yeah, we cut to the the present, I guess, or the future but yeah, or whatever. Just, uh, before we move on, I do want to get, like, the specific line. Because, like, King Mono just says, We shall see it to to it that their diversity shall be their very undoing. Which Ma-ha. is, yes. <laughs> boy, howdy, that's a line. That right. is a little dialogue in a children's show. And we cut to a snow globe. Yep. Yeah, with Frosty the Snowman in it. And uh, the, the grandson says, "What ha- Then what happened to the Power Rangers... <laughs> Grandpa, uh, and, and then Tommy goes. Well, you see, Skull was trying to wrap a bowling ball. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the fact that they okay, that Tommy feels the need to go off on a tangent about <laughs> yeah. these two other guys. This child is like, okay, so Grandpa's going senile because he's just telling me about <laughs> like two people. Because okay, so if your theory, Mike, is correct, then. He doesn't believe that this is a story about Tommy. He thinks it's just a, pa- a story about the Power Rangers. So now he's telling him a story about two people that the Power Rangers knew. Uh-huh. Like, what the fuck? Why so, would... <laughs> I mean, okay, here's my most... Like, here's he, my... He's talking about a scene he wasn't even there for. Like, yes. I don't interact <laughs> I didn't at all. know this happened. <laughs> so here's my most charitable reading. Okay. Grandpa Tom has been telling this kid the full story of the Power That's Rangers. That's what I was about to bring up. Yeah, and this is and this, uh, as we'll get to in the episode, is a, is a crucial part of the tale because we're going to see some monster action. In so a bit. he just already knows about Bulk and Skull, and this yeah. is yeah. just the continued story. Okay, well, because let me yeah. let me push that one further. How do we know this isn't an entire Tommy Westfall situation, <laughs> Tommy, hmm, where the entirety of the Mighty Morphin like Zordon saga? Is just stories that this weird old man tells to his sure. grandson. Yeah, I mean, fair. <laughs> that's we'll an interpretation. See that, that might not be true later. Oh yes, that's true. So I, I, I was going to say maybe this is just like a tale about an old CEO because, r- as we all are cursed with knowledge, I'm sure w- we remember that Skull turns into a billionaire by the time of huh? Power Rangers Samurai. Oh, that's true. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's true. Fair so enough. So he could just be telling stories about Jeff Bezos from his college years. <laughs> I'm so happy that, like, because, like, that they wrote themselves into the corner that this episode produces 
but like they have no interest in like no making it make care. sense because they don't care. So we yep. just have so much fun, so many fun <laughs> things to play with now. So yep. like this frame story is the Christmas present that Power Rangers got us. <laughs> so. Power Rangers has zero interest in squaring any circles. No. It's just going to keep drawing them circles because they're pretty. And then we get to go and doodle in all the squares. So we cut to Vulcan Skull, and I, I, I cherish this scene. I love this 45 seconds so much. Almost every single line that gets said in this is incredible. And I want to just open that by saying that Skull is attempting to wrap a bowling ball, and he says, I wish someone would invent wrapping paper with round edges. Oh, shit, is that what makes him rich? Yeah, I was gonna say, wait, is that what, is that what it is? That sentence implies to me that Skull is some kind of weird non-Euclidean geometry genius, because right. what the fuck does that even mean? It would mean? have to be a really irregular shapes with, like, concave and convex. Well, no, I was like, just imagining, like, like, pancakes made out of wrapping paper, like, just circles like, of wrapping paper. Like, <laughs> the the Mercator projection of wrapping paper. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, can we take a second and then like really interrogate my problems because I was trying to convey the notion of a circle, and I, the best I could do is what if it was like a pancake? <laughs> yeah, that's basically a circle. I mean, that's sure. a circle shaped food. <laughs> sure, you, you got there. Yeah. So, hey, kids uh, at home, can you tell us anything else that's shaped like a circle? <laughs> so, how so, about that bowling ball that Skull's <laughs> dropping on Bulk's hand? Yeah, so Skull <laughs> drops the bowling ball, Bulk freaks out, uh, Lieutenant Stone walks in, um, I'm sorry, Detective Stone comes in. Yeah, uh, yeah and he's no longer It's so cult. hard to change up, because, like, it's his name. Right, so... Uh, <laughs> Skull had been pointing at the door to get to like over and over again to try to get uh, Bulk to be quiet, and then he converts it into a snap because he doesn't want to get caught. And uh, Detective Stone says, "This is no time for your crazy teenage <laughs> dancing," which is also an all-time line. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, kids are said, all about the snap because you know Thanos made it popular. And then <laughs> he says, the kids are doing it. And then he says, oh, "We've got a caper," and Skull says, "Oh, great! I'll have one on a bagel with locks and some onions." <laughs> and I'm just like, I love this scene so fucking much. It's so good. I'm still not over the fact that <laughs> Lieutenant Stone just turned himself into like a, a stereotypical private eye. Like they broke yep. this man. Yeah, yep. it's ridiculous all right um, um just i just looked up when the original infinity war was and it was in 1992 there you go <laughs> perfect i mean i'm not i don't even want to look up if the snap was from the comics or an invention of the movie <laughs> it was I, anyway. it was in the comics oh okay so right. so detective stone says they have a case of missing fruitcakes uh and someone has been stealing fruitcakes all over town um, and Skull says, wow, they must be strong because, uh, you need a crane to lift my Aunt Millie's fruitcakes. Hey, have any of y'all ever had a fruitcake? Cause they're fine. No. And I, mean, I don't, I don't like yeah, it. I mean, they're all right. It's not good. It's I don't bad. love them, no. but the like insane reputation that they have in media of being like the worst that, thing the, that's the ever thing is, been made. Yeah. It's, there's, there's always someone in during the holidays who has a fucking pentatone and like, 
uh, it's I, not, I, I don't like it. They always want me to eat it, and I don't want it. So. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the bad fruit cake has been a gag since like the radio days, and it's like yeah. it's just this lingering relic of like yep. when the height of comedy was. Well, darn! My wife is such a bad cook. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> yeah. Right. So they're off to go find missing fruit cake. Although, also, who the fuck hired them for this? Like, what? Why would? What? That's the lingering question that we never get an answer to. I do feel like fruit cake goes into that category. There's a lot of like foods, especially, and fruit cake might be older than America. I don't know the history of fruit cake, but it strikes me as like a Great Depression food. Yeah, Where that's it's like, true. We don't have much to eat. All of our food went rotten. Let's just pour it into a cake pan and pretend like we're having a good Christmas. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess the reason it's a traditional Christmas food is because it's the winter and it's one way to get fruit that's gonna go bad to just keep right. for it's a just, few weeks. It's just rotten yeah. fruit and whiskey in a yeah. cake yeah. pan, and let's yeah. pretend like it's a good time. So if you're trying command- to salvage the last scraps of food, you either make it into a casserole or a soup, or if it's the holidays, a fruit cake. Yeah. yeah. So we cut to the command center, which is decked out in lights, which is cute. Uh. They also have put Santa hats on all the Mighty Morphin suits that are That's hung good. up in the back, which mm-hmm. is cute. I like that, too. Um, uh, Zordon gives Alpha some uh, bunny slippers, which is yep. adorable. Which, um, it's adorable, but it raises two big questions in my mind. One, how do you get them? He ordered yeah. them off the eBay. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, off the eBay. Yeah. Because they are slippers. They are, he like, used the replicator to make them or something, because they are not slippers. They are, like... Bunny alpha feet. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, but uh, the thing Alpha says is, like, they'll keep my circuitry and my feet warm all winter long. Yeah, you don't want that. Which <laughs> I, You don't want electronics to go warm. You want it to keep it cool, usually. Well, we, so so we've, we've, we've run into this question before, some uh, quite a few times recently, actually. How much robot and how much actually a living thing is Alpha? Yeah. It's, I mean, I feel like that's a false dichotomy. Robot and also 100% living thing. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, you can be both. Yep. So here's what Alpha got Zordon. He pushes a button, oh God, and yes. Zordon gets a Christmas hat and a, and a like red ascot. <laughs> yeah. And I don't oh. understand. I don't need to it's understand. A I love it. We also get the rare, scary, smiling Zordon in this scene. <laughs> yes, we do. Terrifying. <laughs> Just a little Santa hat goes whoop in the tube. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, now, did, okay, now we need to figure this out. Is that some kind of like? Is that physically in the tube? Because we've established that tube is like a weird way to like tune in to wherever Zordon is out in the dimensional abyss. Yeah. So yeah, is that is the hat just like in the tube itself, or did Alpha like send that hat? He materialized into the it in the pocket dimension, the time warp that Zordon is stuck in. Yes. I don't know. The important thing is that Alpha has Christmas magic. It's once again confirmed by Canon. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Well, it, it's the Christmas magic, and also, we've seen Alpha do shit like this before. He can just doodle on Zordon. Because, like, remember when okay, he went yeah, evil, yeah. and, like, he, put, he gave Zordon, like, a flower crown oh, right, and a silly mustache. <laughs> yeah, Alpha could just do this. Yeah. Like, that's that's the fucked up thing, is, like, Alpha is completely subservient to Zordon, but also Zordon is completely at Alpha's mercy at all times. <laughs> yeah. And Alpha doesn't seem to realize it. Oh, Alpha realizes that it's part of the game. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, we now cut back to the, uh, Jim and Juice bar where Raymond explains the very basics of Hanukkah. The Mm -hmm. most Um, basics. Essentially saying that the menorah represents freedom, which is like, uh, 
so so here's the thing. It, we don't even actually get into the the actual basics of either Hanukkah or Kwanzaa here. We just get into the basics of what their respective <laughs> sets of candles mean. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. this, these are the Hanukkah candles. These are the Kwanzaa candles. Moving on now. Also, yeah. I'm per- like I'm not Jewish. Disclaimer, disclaimer. But I'm pretty sure right. Passover is the one that represents freedom, not Hanukkah. I right. mean, yeah, uh, I, 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 I know more about Hanukkah than this show has in it, but not enough to feel like I yeah. can speak to it. I mean, I don't yeah, I'm not know gonna... enough to say, but, but, yeah. I mean, again, it's very basic. Like they don't go into like, yeah, it was the there was oil that they thought was only gonna like none right. of that is none brought of that up. At it's, all. Yeah. it's just like this represents freedom. The end. Yep. Yeah, they they do make sure to have Raymond punctuate his uh, menorah explanation by putting on a yarmulke. Yep. You know, um, might have been a good idea getting anyone who could speak with authority on either of these holidays onto this wow. episode. Oops. You know, I didn't know this I was mean, going to be a holiday yeah, episode. I didn't know what we were in for. Please, there's that. I, I will admit that I've been trying, I mean, behind the scenes, I've been trying to watch ahead so that we can try to address stuff like this better. Uh-huh. I didn't do it this week. My bad. <laughs> I apologize. Um, All right, well. So we then get a brief explanation of Kwanzaa, um, which Tanya says uh, the word Kwanzaa is from Swahili. It means the first harvest. Um, and it starts at December 26th and ends January 1. It's a a celebration of African-American heritage. I mm-hmm. So I looked up Kwanzaa because I didn't know anything about Kwanzaa. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Kwanzaa is kind of like a... a I'm not gonna say it's uh, like it's a it's a created holiday. Like it was yeah. just designed yeah. in the mid '60s. It's kind of a pan African thing. It's not from any one specific tradition, mm-hmm. um, and it's not. So it was invented by a guy named uh, Milana Karenga, and was first ce- celebrated in 1966. Uh, I will say that it was. Basically invented as part of the black power and uh, and like civil um, rights. black nationalist movement. Okay, uh, not even civil rights. Like, oh, okay. it was originally apparently a fairly uh, intense like um, secular slash uh, separatist type thing. Um, there's some quotes on Wikipedia, so like that's where this comes from. That uh, Karenga. Uh, originally said it was meant to be an alternative to Christmas. He believed Jesus was psychotic and Christianity was a white religion that black people should shun. Um, okay, okay. Then in the 90s, it became kind of a, like, family, like, nice holiday uh, that everybody could celebrate together. Um, and then in in the in kind of more recent times, it's, it's, it's still celebrated by a bunch of people, but it's like a the the estimates that are on the Wikipedia page are that like one to two percent of African Americans celebrate it, so it's like gotcha. not yeah. an especially big holiday. But I didn't know any of that because when I was watching TV as a kid in the nineties, it apparently every black person celebrated Kwanzaa. Yeah, because they no always idea. made it a point to yeah. like show it as a part of the diversity. At the very least, Susie on the Rugrats sure as hell did. Right. Yeah. So it, it was one of those things where it's like they wanted to to show like parody, uh, and 
P-A-R-I-T-Y, yeah, I was not say, they, they that clear. Yeah, uh, and uh, they so they showed it all the time, but it didn't really explain it or where it came from or anything, so yeah. it was just very confusing to me as a child. And then it was kind of a joke on Futurama, which is going to be relevant for a little bit later on, speaking of Christmas robots, but yeah. Yeah, but that, that, that proud tradition of just sort of presenting Kwanzaa and not going... Any further into detail uh-huh. is, right. is held up. Well, I mean, on what, what Tanya says about it is probably the most detail I've heard about yeah, it so on the TV she says, show. She explains that the seven candles uh, represent uh, unity, self determination, and I'm sorry, I don't have the list in front of me. Essentially, they each rep- represent a a uh, like um, a core value, right? Yeah. the The problem with that is that again, it's like a Pan African created holiday so they're a core value of question mark like well, it's not like core value yeah. of like the the group that like created and celebrated it sure yeah yeah, yeah. um i mean every so, holiday is a created holiday most of them no, are just totally. older than the it's, 60s yeah it's yeah. just yeah. a weird thing where it's like i'm gonna well well whatever anyway it was the point created is in modern times to you mean sure. yes uh, it, it's so, recent let's put it that way yeah it, it's this whole thing is just like the epitome of like 90s cultural like div- not diversity but like multiculturalism where right, it's like, where they're like we're, we're going, going to give-, give a lot of lip service towards everyone being different and that's okay and good um mm-hmm. but it is going to be an inch deep we don't actually care about anyone's culture right. yeah. we just want to make uh broad gestures towards being inclusive and like our heart's kind of in the right place, but we don't really care that much. Yeah, they and, just don't do enough, basically. And like, like we said, they pretty much put Hanukkah and Kwanzaa on the same level as having shrimp in Australia and yes. having no Christmas in Korea, which is the other two things they mentioned. So yeah. that is weird that that comes up. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Can I just say that? That's fucking weird. Oh, yes, yeah, the yeah, full world religions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I will say that as a as the like candle, the Kwanzaa candles are being explained. Uh, Rocky clearly loses count around four. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. And then uh, says, wow, I just, I can't believe there's so many different ways to celebrate. Buddy, there's three holidays on display. Yeah, yeah. And again, they keep saying so many ways to celebrate the holidays. Like, there's, there's right. still this weird, like, we're celebrating December, I guess? Like, right. I don't know. It's like, what's, yes. the, what's well, the holiday in Clone High called? Like, we're just like... Snowflake Day or whatever. Yeah, yes. Or Festivus yeah. or whatever. Well, Ernie, like Ernie's trying to have like a, a big cycle. like collective banquet. And yeah. and like this is the thing that Power Rangers does a lot again with like sort of the 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 we're we're paying lip service to multiculturalism and things like that. Like, like they have everybody bring in different kinds of foods. We're gonna find out later that Rocky brought in a pinata. Like it's just everyone just bring a little something from yeah. whatever your culture is, I guess. It's also worth saying that it's later or earlier, I'm not sure, revealed that Santa canonically exists in the Power Rangers universe, which <laughs> which true. has some implications about the relative validity of all those celebrations they're presenting right now. I mean, <laughs> anyway. if Cat if was able to bring in prawns, because that's what, like, her culture's right. for celebrating Christmas with, I think Rocky can bring in some tamales. Oh, yeah. sure. No, absolutely. That's mm-hmm. totally fine. I'm just it's saying, just like, that, like in both cases, just, I don't know, let's reduce you down to your most obvious cultural signifiers. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, although, like, again, not not to quintuple back to it, 
that is so fucking weird that like we we have this episode in a show where Santa Claus canonically exists. Yeah, because yep. like if Santa Claus exists, every religion that isn't Christianity is all is automatically wrong because Santa is real. But here's well, the thing: if it's Santa, if it's if it's that Santa, it's Christianity isn't even real. Coca Cola Christmas is real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's also it's, that it's, it's true. This is that danger of like. Like where the weird shit supernatural did, where it's like all the all the gods exist. It's yeah, just right. this one's the most important. So like, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, just a weird thing about the like uh, equivalency of Kwanzaa and Hanukkah to Australian Christmas, like, and how you are saying about like these are all they're saying these are all different ways to celebrate the holidays, like. Right, yeah. Does does Haim Sabah know that people can be African American and Christian? Mm. I, yeah, I mean, that's, yes, he, I'm sure he does. It's just that he wanted, like, to have not just Hanukkah and Christmas. Like, he was like, <laughs> oh, well, you know, Tanya's African, so she can maybe, like, bring up Kwanzaa and, like, bring some. Yeah, out. sure. Yeah, yeah. like, oh, this, yeah. this was a calculated move. It's like, also, okay, we gotta Tanya have a character. from Africa? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, she's the, literally yeah. African. Yeah. Which I guess brings up more questions because Kwanzaa is an African American holiday, well, not but an African she's, holiday. She's African, but her parents are from oh, America. Yeah. Okay. It's the whole thing's so confusing. Okay. That's what I said. I didn't remember her the all the yeah. complexities of her backstory. Yes. So those those are details that we get later, aren't they? I don't like, remember. Who knows? So we cut up to the moon, and now is the time where they mention that what they're gonna use to create Discord is a device called the Bias Blaster. Which is maybe <sighs> the best name they've had for a thing on Power Rangers. The in best a name long for the time. worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we cut down to Balkan Skull. Uh, well, I do Bul- want to point out that uh, that this scene and actually the previous scene uh, up on the moon is the most blatant. Like we're stretching footage of the yeah. robot oh, yes. crew by having it play forward, stopping and playing yeah. it backward, and then yep. playing it forward again. I noticed that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We cut to Bulk and Skull. Bulk determines that a, someone who is stealing a bunch of fruitcakes would leave crumbs uh, so that they can they can follow him that way. Um, uh, Skull pulls out a, a magnifying glass uh, because that's what detectives use, and he's yep. able to find some some uh, some crumbs. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they start following. He says, "Look, a green thing." Yep. And then <laughs> Bulk, Bulk says, finds Look, a red thing. A red thing. And Bulk is eating candy off the street. Yeah, that's some ground candy. Yeah, ground <laughs> candy, Matt. Shout wherever you Matt. are, buddy. Yep. This is this one's for you. Also, like I guess those are Marchino cherries or something, which is well, there's like just, hunks of fruitcake. Yeah, yeah right. So does that count as candy? I don't know. Jerry's still out, I guess. They're candied. Uh, they're candied, yeah. yes. Uh, we cut to the ca- the uh, is the- ground fruit any better or worse than ground candy? <laughs> I would say probably worse. Yeah, I'm gonna to say be worse because it's gonna be more absorbent. Yeah, yeah. like a um, gobstopper, nothing's gonna like sink into it. We you can rinse that. No, it's yeah. harder to. Yeah, yeah. We cut to the Jim and Juice bar, uh, where I I don't know that we've seen this before. I guess House Prince Sprocket teleports is his <laughs> yeah. like crown flies around. His crown is a UFO and it teleports him in. It's weird. Yeah, we've seen him teleport around with his bow tie too. I think, I think it's just whatever fun effect the the uh, post production team decide they want to do is how he teleports. Yeah, yeah. I mean um, he's still figuring himself out. He's 
He's got time yeah. to change how he teleports. That's yep. true. He's a small child. Uh, so he says, like, why wasn't I invited? Here's my present. And then he shoots them with a, a magic uh, beam bias thing. Bias blaster. Um, and just like every time the Power Rangers turn evil slash are affected by some kind of mental thing, mm-hmm. they all just immediately start screaming at each other, essentially. <laughs> But, Not immediately, because they're immediately they're like, what was even that? And nothing happened. Whatever. Yeah, anyway, well, I yes, hate all true. of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would think so, by now they would just have a moment of like, why do I suddenly feel such hatred towards my best friends of all time? Right. Like, Raymond is like, so anyway, as I was saying about the menorah and Tommy, Tommy is like, that's fine. Uh, the most important thing is the Christmas tree. Why don't you specifically, Raymond, <laughs> Go get me one. Uh, it's just like chop, chop, and claps. Jesus. Yeah, it's it's yeah. There's just there's a lot of people shouting at each other. You got Christmas versus Kwanzaa, Christmas versus Hanukkah. Adam kind of out of nowhere is like, "Hey, so we don't How celebrate no Christmas, Christmas in Korea? How about yeah. fuck off?" Yeah, <laughs> which which like, and then Adam's like, "Why are you even here then?" He's just so like he, says, he was just there to support his friends and their traditions, I guess, but had right. no horse in the game. And <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, he could be like staff. Sure, sure. he's yeah. staff at the Jim and Jim's he's, bar. He's just there to cook. Yeah, um, and so, like free food. Uh, there is some good. There's some good shitty Power Rangers acting in here. By it's, which I mean them being shitty. There's it's because they invented a racism beam is the thing, though. <laughs> yes, they did do that. There's also a bunch of them yelling duh at each other and Tanya yeah. telling people to talk to the hand, which is uh-huh. wonderful, uh, which I like that part. Um, and then Rocky, after basically everyone's already kind of yelled at each other, Rocky's just like, I'm going to take my tamales and go home, which is very funny. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. They have to make the plot of the episode is the King Mondo makes them hate each other for their cultural beliefs. Uh-huh. Right. But, like, it's a children's show for tiny babies, so they can't actually have anyone say anything mean or insensitive. So it is, like, everyone's clearly a little miffed, but they have to be mostly polite still. So right. it's well, not I'll like- tell you something or else, Buster. I guess I'll just be saying myself out then. It's not like Tommy can turn to Rocky and be like, you're all taking our jobs. It's just like... <laughs> We well, that's what this would no, be I if know. it was. I, I, I love that the Red Ranger tells the previous Red Ranger uh, that thing you just said. Oh, uh, yes. Well, but, I just, but, there's no way to. Mm, I no, hate that they put this put us in this position. But the thing is, what it is instead of that, which is, which is all like awful shit, but yeah. like is a real problem, it's like, well, I, yeah. I like Christmas trees. Like right. it, it's it's not even. I like, mean, it, it it does reveal the mindset of this kind of person who does get upset about this yeah. stuff, which is to say that of a child. Well, right. sure. what's weird yes. about it is it's basically just a grumpy beam again, because like, yeah, despite exactly. the fact that ostensibly this is making us making them like fight amongst each other because of their cultural differences, like even like even if we set aside Raymond and Tanya and even like Adam, weirdly. Uh, like we still have like four characters who just all celebrate Christmas and right. ostensibly have no reason to fight. Right, but they celebrate Australian Christmas, yeah. so that's not the same thing. <laughs> well, well, again, and it's it's it is really what I was kind of trying to get at is it's not that it's not that Tommy says the only way to celebrate the holidays is Christmas. No, it's that he says. 
Christmas trees are good. Like that's that's why this is so. I mean, again, you're right, Luke. You can't do it that other way. Obviously, if it's a child show, I wouldn't show. want them to. No, but I don't either. But, but it that's makes the argument it, for why you just don't do this plot, right? But because of of it being for kids, it weirdly makes it crazier to me. <laughs> like it's like because it's just like well. Fuck you! At Christmas we have shrimp, you asshole. Like it's <laughs> right? just such a weird. Yeah, it's very strange. Oh, um, it's baffling. Just, just backtracking to um, to uh, just before the they got hit with the racism beam. I yeah, I am. I really like Raymond's reactions to seeing these robots. He's like, "Oh, cool metal dudes." Yes, that's true. Well, we've <laughs> that previously is my favorite line in the episode. Yeah, we've previously previously been told that Raymond is way into technology, so like well, at yeah. least that sort of makes He's sense. He's a computer like lab that. guy. Yeah, um, I, I'm actually kind of sad that Raymond isn't on more. Me too. I like when the Power Rangers have civilian allies. I always think it's fun when there's just like somebody they know. And is just around. Like, that's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, but, like, it's Raymond. Nobody loves Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I was wondering when someone would do that. We we cut to uh, the present. Uh, Tommy's grandson says, I don't like those machines. And Tommy <laughs> says, me neither. Right, and that's why his house looks the way it does. <laughs> yeah, yes. He's and, traumatized uh, by his war against the machine army. Then let's uh, take a quick break and we'll be right back. Uh, Hi, I'm Molly, a trans girl living in Seattle. Hi, I'm Ashley, a trans girl living in Florida. And I'm Jules, a trans girl living in Sydney, Australia. We're hosting a new amateur anecdotal advice podcast about what it's been like for us being trans. We'll be covering topics such as coming out, realization, experiences with HRT, thoughts on surgery, romance, and family. You can find us at TM Radiocast on Twitter, and you can send in questions to transmissionquestions at gmail.com and transmissionradiopodcast.tumblr.com. Join us three on what it's all about being trans in your mid-twenties through our own, frankly, weird and wonderful experiences. So, uh, we cut back to the command center, uh, where Zordon and Alpha have realized, uh, through the viewing globe that everyone has been affected by an evil spell, which... Well, real quick before that, just to, just, to, to kind of really lay on, like, how flimsy and pointless this framing device is, we just cut, we, like, for, like, five seconds cut back in with future Tommy, uh-huh. and the kid's yeah. like, man, how are the Power Rangers gonna get out of this one? And he's like, well, well, grandson, uh... Well, they already got out of it like 50 years ago, but here's how it happened. <laughs> um, so at this point, there, uh, uh, Alpha says, we need to break the spell. And Zordon says, sorry, we can't. Uh, see, uh, Mondo's tapped into the most evil, uh, the most ancient evil of all, hatred, which we definitely, definitely can't break the spell of, right. despite the fact that there was literally a monster called, like, the Hate Master, <laughs> and we did do that. Well, no, but, no, they didn't, because remember, Aisha just kind of came, overcame that. 
Oh, that's right. I forgot. Fair that's enough. It. That's the fucked up thing about what Zordon just said. Is it is <laughs> consistent with everything we already know? It's, just, it's yeah. this isn't this isn't them contradicting themselves. This is established canon. Great. This is the most powerful human weapon. Yes, hatred. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, he's not wrong. No, it's pretty accurate. Uh, Alpha's like. Or, or he says, there's only one way to stop this evil. Each ranger must find within their heart the kindness and understanding that is the key to every human soul. Boy, I can't wait till we figure out how they're going to do that. <laughs> yeah. And also, uh, if we can oh swing boy. it, it would probably be great if that random guy who was also with them could figure it out as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we yeah. don't care that much, but, you know, we, we, uh, we get a choice. He's he's going to spend the rest of his life being an incre an incredibly angry Jewish man, and he's going to metamorphosize <laughs> into Lewis Black. Oh no! Uh, so yeah, they all essentially yell at each other again. They say they're going to leave. Uh, King Mondo says it's time for Phase Two, uh, which Phase Two is to just take their shit, which is like <laughs> doesn't really seem necessary at this point to be completely honest with you. I mean, cuz um, they want shit is the main thing. Like yes. Uh so they just he just zaps all of their the you know the menorah and the tree and the the Kwanzaa thing, which I forget the name of. I apologize. The Kwanzaa candles. It has you got to do a deep dive into like its origins and its founder and, on, and all that stuff. Hold on. Hold on. It's called the Kinara. There you go. Uh, so they they take all that stuff, uh, and then everyone gets even madder at each other. From, uh, at first, I thought what it was going for was some kind of, like, monsters are doing Maple Street Jr., where, like, only one person's holiday artifacts would disappear, and they'd get mad at everyone else. But then someone else's would disappear and, like, drive their paranoia that way. I well, mean, that would make sense, but yeah. no, instead everything just disappears. And it's not like they wouldn't have time to do that. This episode is very short. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Th- there is a fun shot after this that I like of Sprocket just sitting on top of a bunch of presents, <laughs> yeah. just going like, wee stuff, which I like that. <laughs> yes. Uh, pretty cute. Um, so then we cut back uh, to the Jim and Juice Bar Everyone is saying that they're going to leave for the third time in a row. <laughs> um, and they finally start walking out. At which point, uh, hey, um, there's no Christmas songs in this episode, <laughs> but I got one. I got a Christmas song. It's called What Child Is This? Because what the fuck is happening? Oh, sing it for us. Uh, what child, what child, child is this? This yeah. nameless girl who has a poster for the Rangers. <laughs> yeah. So this little girl with no parents uh, or any other children, like, I, just by herself. Right. With a poster she drew in crayon of, like, a bunch of people of different skin colors holding hands. Uh, walks in to the this this situation <laughs> And is like, is this where the holiday party is? I bring a poster to hang on the wall. I'm super adorable. Uh, and I just imagine Tommy in the future going, and then some little girl showed up, and then the kid goes, "Grandpa, what the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> it's and, like I know that there's a lot going on in this episode, and I know that for reasons we'll get to, this episode's actually even shorter than a Power Rangers episode yeah. usually is. <laughs> 
it's still so fucking baffling that they do not establish this child before this moment. We have never met this girl. We never got her name. She's just, boom, random kid who who has a poster and a song for us. She just shows up. Well, you you jumped the gun a little bit, but Cat, even though she's under an evil spell, is like, I'm sorry, sweetie. I think it's been canceled. And she's nice to the little kid because, you know, you can't just scream at a small child. Like, that's Wait, not did okay. He, they Maybe could you if you were under a hate spell, I guess. But. <laughs> sure. Maybe that um, kid is also Australian and cat can <laughs> smell the prawns on her. <laughs> did Alpha use his Christmas, his established Christmas magic spell of child summoning <laughs> to <laughs> kidnap a girl I mean, to solve this abduction. problem? Yeah. Sure, yes. yeah. Yeah. Child abduction. Child from another country and to have the, her go sink to the Power Rangers to make them stop hating each other so what, alpha where, where have you taken me what, can i i just want to go home no listen kid i need <laughs> you to do something specific first all right you do this if this works you get to see your parents again if oh, not Jesus. no dice <laughs> so, yeah. oh, basically all the all the rangers are now they like aren't mad at each other for some reason well, they're all just like looking at this child and being like oh well like, cause that's the thing, they all hate each other's culture and diversity, but they still love children. They're good people other than the racism that they have now. Sure. I hate the sentence I just said. Yes. <laughs> I hate this episode inspired it to be said. So she so I, I feel like they're good people if you could ignore the racism is like the in, is is like that's the entire Democratic Party stance on every <laughs> issue, really. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um so anyway, she they they basically say like well it's canceled because all the stuff got stolen um and or all the gifts were taken is the phrasing and yeah. the small child says well my mommy se- who sent me here by myself uh with I mean, no supervision she, maybe she's so, finding a parking spot <laughs> yeah okay fair yeah. at this uh, cultural center Jim and Juice bar yes my mommy says that the greatest gift of all is love. Also, I have a song about it. Would you like to hear that? And they all exchange uh, looks like, oh, God, no, we definitely don't. But it's a traditional shit. song passed down from generation to generation in my homeland of Whoville for when, <laughs> for how we deal with all of our Christmas shit gets stole. It's how he just goes like. All right, fuck it. I got nothing better to do. Sure, sing oh. your stupid song. By the way, we often paraphrase in humorous ways. Tommy literally says, yes, give us the song. I have nothing better to do. <laughs> that is text. The other thing I'm wondering is why Adam is, like, upset that Christmas is gone. That's what he wanted in the first right. place. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he's just guilty confronted with this child that wanted a multicultural holiday party. Yeah. So... So, Eric, please put a little bit of this song in, but God, not much. Oh, not much at all. Just a little doppel. Just a yeah. little dabble, do you? Because I like our listeners, and I don't want them to hate us. Um, I mean, this is the song for not hating us. You know, it's the song that makes people not hate. Why are you mad at each other? Sometimes people just don't agree on things. When I get mad, my mommy sings me a song. You want to hear it? Sure, I've got nothing better to do. It's the lyrics literally just boil down to, "Hey, everybody's different, and that's a good thing." Like that's it. Yep. That's the whole song. And well, also, it's it's the worst part is that they only wrote like four lines. 
Yeah. But they did let her sing it twice in a row yeah. because they needed to, t- to pad it a little bit. So this bit. little girl spite sings of all the dumb- shit going on, they still had to pad. This little girl sings a dumb song badly because she's a tiny baby that doesn't know how to sing. Uh, and it breaks the racism spell. Yeah, it's magic. That's, you yeah. know, like Zordon said, they have to look inside them and understand the he- kindness that pervades every human soul or get sung a shitty song. <laughs> that was yeah. the second option. <laughs> I mean, I've, have you played a Japanese RPG? That's pretty much how they end. You just sing <laughs> yeah, a song yeah. to the bad guy. I, I believe that's how at least one of the mother games ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, two things. One, I love that while the song is happening, they bother to do like the special effect of like the hate beam being undone. Well, we yeah. have to know that and, it's going and, away. Yeah, and two, I'm becoming increasingly uncomfortable that we make a habit of mocking literal children on the show. Well, no, I mean, listen, listen. <laughs> I'm not. She she does a perfectly fine do- job as a child. I do not expect children to be good at things, and she met my expectations. That's all. Hmm. <sighs> So, yeah, they're... I don't blame her, I blame the people that put the focus on her for so long. Power Rangers for a children's show really doesn't know how to use children well at all. Yeah, that's a I mean, in fairness, they don't know how to use anything well. It's true. So, Tommy Tommy apologizes to Raymond. He says, I'm sorry what I said earlier. Um, And and Raymond also apologizes. And uh, everybody gives each other hugs. And uh, Tommy says, I have an idea. Wait, he li- Okay, Tommy says, I think I have an idea, but let's forget about it for now. <laughs> what? Well, he's saying that, like, he, he knows what ha- why the racism beam oh, happened. Oh, 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 oh. oh yeah. And he just Sorry. doesn't want to reveal it to Raymond, because right. that would... Right, sure. <laughs> ...involve sure. telling him their parents. And I, I thought, certainly... I've watched too many episodes of this bad show for babies. I know what's going to happen next. They'll excuse themselves, go fight Prince Sprocket, and come back to wrap the episode up. Well, you would think that, but instead, no. Uh, no because they don't, they don't need the gifts. The true spirit of Christmas is togetherness. Oh. Yeah, of, of course. Uh, and also, we'll just replace them. Yeah, yes. Tommy uh, picks up the little girl and lets her hang her poster. Uh, and essentially they just decide, like, well, let's just go get more stuff, and yeah. then it'll be fine. Which is a great lesson, by the way. If you get all right. your stuff stolen and you're upset that you don't have a holiday anymore, get just more stuff. Get, Buy more go. stuff. <laughs> I mean, if you can, but that's not viable, like, a lot of the time. So, yeah, anyway. Oh, I'm um, sad that Christmas is gone. Good thing I'm rich and I can just make yeah. buy another one. Well, right. Here's the messed up thing. Just replace everything is the lesson twice in this episode because we cut to Bulk and Skull. Right. Oh, yeah. Yes. So Bulk and Skull are uh, finally find uh, what they're looking for, which is a giant fruitcake. I kind of love this. This seems incredible. (laughs) Uh, There's a big fruitcake that's glowing also. um, And they're like... Bulk <laughs> Skull says, what kind of warped and twisted mind could create such a hideous, <laughs> grotesque monstrosity? And then Goldar and Rito jump out of the bushes. Hey, I kind of forgot these two existed. <laughs> that's okay, the show does too. 
Um, but yeah, they jump out of the bushes and go, we made this for you because we love you because you're our friends. And <laughs> it's the best. I love it so much. It's very good. It, it's adorable. Uh, they're so proud that they stole all these fruitcakes and squished them together into one <laughs> big fruitcake. <laughs> Which... It's well, Goldar's still favorite. a little bummed out because he says, I want to do a cheese log, but no one cares what I think. <laughs> I mean, I've, says, nev- I've never had a cheese log, but that does sound better. I mean, I like cheese logs. Like, well, whatever, they're both gross. I was going to say just shoving a bunch of cheese, separate cheeses into one big cheese log sounds gross, but this is also gross, so it's <laughs> yeah. fine. Um they essentially tell them, you know, well, it's big and fruity and thank you. I, I mean, they try to be nice. Skull is like, legitimately uh, touched by it. Yes, it's adorable. <laughs> but Bulk uh, is like, Skull, fuck, we gotta replace all this fucking fruitcake. Yeah, so Skull is like, well, that's fine because I have a shoe phone because... <laughs> yeah. Skull well smart. Yes, it's literally just the fucking shoe phone from Get Smart, which yep. if you're... If you're a younger listener, because, I mean, honestly, yeah, even for me, I only know listener, this. If you're a younger listener, you saw the Steve Carell movie, it's fine. <laughs> right. Or, yeah, there's a... I dare uh, anyone under fucking 28 from having seen that movie. <laughs> well, yeah. so, you, you know what's really sad is my first instinct when someone might not know what Get Smart is, my first instinct is to say, well, that's well where Mel Brooks got his start. And then I realized that for youngsters today, I might have to explain who Mel Brooks is, and then I turned to Ash. Mel Brooks hasn't made a movie in 20 years. (laughs) Yeah, and for youngsters today, you might have to explain why you use the word youngster. (laughs) Who is this Melbourne Brooks? (laughs) Melbourne Brooks. Listen, y'all, this is what it's like to be a millennial. I'm 34 years old, and I feel like I'm 90. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) That's because you use words like youngster. Yeah, because uh, I feel like I'm 90. You can just not, though. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> so, so he calls uh, on his his shoe phone, which is again, I'm sure most people know what I'm talking about, but it's literally he takes his shoe off and it it like the heel flips open and the toe has an antenna and it's a phone. And I guess it's because he's a he's a detective now, and that's. He does but, spy gadgets because I, you know, he, yeah. needs to, he needs to watch out for communists. Right. Honestly, <laughs> this is probably my single favorite part of the whole like thing of Bulk and Skull becoming private detectives is how hard the show is leaning into that. It's mm. just it's just like such a weird like pastiche because it's not really a detective thing. It was from spy fiction. Hey, wait but a whatever. second. Hold on. Yes. I have an important question that I'm scared uh-huh. of the answer to. Yes. Do we know Lieutenant Stone's first name? It's uh, uh it's Jer- Jerome. 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 It's Jerome. <laughs> wait, wait, are, Jerome are you fucking with me? Is it Jerome? <laughs> it is. It's Jerome. As in, if you wanted to shorten it, you could call him Jerry. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh God, this is the crossover. <laughs> You're telling yep. me that the Bulk and Skull season plotline for Zio is the founding of Whoop from Totally yep. Spice? So yep. here's the thing, Luke. What happened is the Angel Grove PD was like, nah, we're going to call you Jerome. Jaren's isn't a real name. <laughs> you can't freaking jokes from other podcasts. <laughs> the hell I can't. By so, the way, folks, if you haven't been listening to Totally Reprise, you should do that. Yeah, you should have been good. doing that. I like it. Um, 
So at this point, uh, he calls his aunt Millie, who he had previously mentioned in the episode, uh, and asks if she can just make a shitload of fruitcakes to replace all the stolen fruitcakes. Which, um, <laughs> it seems like they could just take that big big one and break it down in several smaller ones and distribute those. Well, that, no, would that, hurt, work. that would hurt Goldar and, and Gold, uh, Rito's feelings. And, Fuck and you forget, he's, he's Maxwell smart, so that would, yeah. that would be communism. He needs to yeah, get smart. Yes, yes, you can't read Yeah, read instead he has to it. exploit his aunt's free labor <laughs> right. for his own gain. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we cut back to the Jim and Juice bar. Ernie is very excited that uh, everybody showed up. Um, Tanya says, everyone coming uh, proves that we can learn from each other despite our different bra- backgrounds. Or that there's free food. Right. One of the two things. Yeah, uh-huh. who could say? Uh, so... Uh, there is no Christmas tree, however, until Raymond brings one in. Yep. Uh, and I love that it's just it's just a tree. They didn't decorate it or anything. It's yep. just well, a tree. Nice. I mean, Listen. he just went to Ikea and bought it, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, it'd be cool if, like, they had a store set up where the kids could make their own decorations and put oh, them yeah, on the tree. Yeah, lovely. Mm. That'd be nice. Um, so, uh... Uh, Raymond also, or they, they, I'm sorry, Rocky, I guess, brings a, uh, no, no, no. Who brings the menorah? It's, is it is Tommy? Uh, no, it's Tommy. Rocky and yeah. Some, yeah. No, it's Tommy because he brings the, the menorah. Um, Kat asks Raymond to show them how to light the candles. Oh, right. fuck, I just remembered my girlfriend's family does have a thing with candles. That's the tradition I was thinking what? of. It's going to remember. <laughs> <laughs> they light a candle like five nights. It's, it, they kind of like, imported the the Hanukkah tradition tradition okay. to their Christmas Fair celebration. Enough. Uh so at this point uh Rocky and Adam bring uh uh oh my god I just said the name of the thing the Kanara <laughs> for Kwanzaa. Right like we um, went to our local library and looked up what to get. Yeah, pretty much. Uh so they brought that and then uh Rocky says and now food time. All I care about is the foods. Uh so he goes to do that. And then we cut back to the present, uh, where it is finally revealed that this is Tommy, which, uh, yeah. Um, Fucking duh. To paraphrase uh, a thing that's said a thousand times in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. We get to see Kat in some old age makeup. Her old uh, accent is really throwing me off. It's... <laughs> yeah, she just creaks her voice up a little bit. She just kind of does this. It's really funny. Excuse me, Tommy. It's actually fucked that this isn't the only time we've seen this actress do this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or because she saw her weird old <laughs> self in her shadow dimension. Um. So at this point, uh, the the older grandson, I think, shows yeah. up because yeah. I thought it was I thought it was the kid's dad. Right, but, but then he comes in and not. says, "Hey, mom and dad, say hi." Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he's he's here to pick the the the, the grandson up. Um, he says, mom and dad say hi. That, that man is at least 15 years older than his little brother, which isn't you unheard know, of, happens. but yeah. yeah. I would say 10 sure. years older than his little brother. So he goes to pick up this kid and then his Power Ranger, uh, communicator goes off. And, and perhaps the only moment of good acting from Jason David Frank in the history of the show. 
he has a moment of looking around for his watch and getting ready to stand <laughs> up. And Kat has to walk over and like put a hand on shoulder. Like, no, no, sweetie, that's not you anymore. He has a fucking flashback, and you can't tell me different. Also, I like that he looks around and not on his wrist, because we all know that Tommy never kept his fucking watch on his wrist. (laughs) Because the the twist is that their teenage grandson is also a Power Ranger. He's like, oh, I have to go do something. Can you, I'm sorry, can you watch my little brother a little longer? And runs off. Yeah, I, I guess the, 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 the whatever the the Zordon equivalent is in twenty years from now has oh, a Zordon real nostalgic throwback. I mean, Zordon dies like oh, shit. You're right. Three years it's after Zio. maybe maybe it's the Zordon someone Apprentice wanted to honor him and Megaphone. just go back to retro watches. I guess. Go say. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. They Could won't be. do it because there's no good reason to. But uh, in my heart of Luke? hearts, in another you know. 10 Have to 20 years, because Jason David Frank is yep, still going to be Milky Ranger is. the Green oh, Ranger. No, no, something, Oliver. I want them... Oh, yeah, that... I want, like... I want them to recreate this episode, but with Tommy not using old age makeup. It's just what he looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. But, yes, <laughs> Old so... age makeup is giving this way too much credit for what it is. And, and that's the episode, and I want to point out that this is this episode is 17 minutes and 38 seconds. <laughs> yep. It's maybe the shortest episode we've covered. Certainly the and the reason for that is, after the credits, like, which has a bunch of, you know, bloopers and shit, as it, as it tends to do. The bloopers are good in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. They g- genuinely yeah. made me it's laugh. It's just all them, like, br- cracking up laughing while they're yelling at each other. The, there's a the yeah. bunch of takes of Tanya going, hello, and trying yeah. to, like... Yeah. It's a nice After that... Hi, yeah. I'm back. Yeah. After that... <laughs> My Skype it... crashed. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. okay. Hello, welcome back. Thank you for After noticing. That, oh, it's well... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Thanks for putting us on blast. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Uh, okay, so the thing I've been laboriously trying to get into is it plays just the whole ass music video of Tanya's Tanya's song from a few episodes back. And we just see the whole thing instead of cutting to like a television like we did uh-huh. during that episode. What a bad music video. Yeah. I, also, it's I, I don't think it's that bad. It's very 90s, but... Yes, it is very 90s. So, the season Power Rangers Zeo ended, then they said, well, we have this Christmas special, we're gonna, like, play it like around the holidays after the season's over. Right. Then what do the fans want to see as the last ever footage of Power Rangers Zeo they see? The Tanya music video? Is, is that... <laughs> was there demand for this? Was, so I'm trying to think of how this goes, like, chronologically. Is the idea... We went from this to the Turbo movie? I guess so. I don't know what time of the year the Turbo movie came out. I yeah, guess I it was remember. early 97 or something. Or maybe Christmas 96. No I don't know. Hang on. They could have just rerun Power Rangers for a while before putting the Turbo movie out. We have no way of knowing. I mean, yeah. it, it's a good song, I think. It, it's a fine song. I got no it's beef fu- with the song. It's fun. It's definitely better than, like, there have been a couple original songs in Power Rangers. There was that one that Kimberly had that was also fine. <laughs> and then there's a bunch that suck. And this is better than most of those. Yeah. So the thing is, uh, during, during basically from the, the mid-80s to today, like, kid shows just making music videos has been a very proud tradition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's always bad. 
Yeah, the Turbo movie came out March 28th, 97. So I guess okay. this was the last new Power Rangers content that was on the screens for about four months. They decided to go out on this music video. It's just a little uh, weird. I don't know. And I will hey, say... Hey. Oh. Go ahead, Cassidy. Her outfits, they're really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tanya always has great clothes. I feel like she always has pretty good style. Like... I they do feel a little like like uh you know maybe older than like a teen would wear but I don't remember 90s fashion so who knows uh but like yeah I I like her outfits a lot um she's definitely the one I I feel like dresses the best um so I was going to say the again Ranger Wiki but Ranger Wiki says that this is only on the Netflix version of the episode oh. that this music video appears. Oh, weird. What? Maybe it's like a Which, DVD extra? Well, why the fuck would you put it like four episodes after <laughs> the thing? It's a good question, though. Yeah, and why would you do that I on guess, the... Okay, here's my guess. Here's my okay. guess. This episode is shorter than the others. Yeah, yeah. And that's true. they probably had some kind of like contractual agreement with... Netflix that each episode was going to be X amount of length. Yeah, could be something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just very funny. They needed, yeah. or maybe the outtakes were too good, and they needed something to like to vignette the, the Netflix thing while it queued up the next episode. Then they didn't yeah. want to go over the very good outtakes and make it small in the corner of the screen. I'm just I'm I'm watching Tanya's thing. dancing, and I will say she appears to have one dance move. Which is twist hips, uh-huh. which is fine. I mean, I can't do any, so yeah, right. That's <laughs> better than denser than I am for sure. Yeah. Anyway, that's the episode. Uh, boy, I am glad to see the the tradition of the the Christmas episode being the craziest shit in the <laughs> yeah. world continuing. Yep. Yeah. I feel like. Listen, just the nature of this episode meant we got into some weird territory this time. I sure hope we didn't say anything offensive, but if we did, I'm very oh, sorry. Yeah. Same thing. I'm really sorry. We're sorry. And also, please write in to tell us. Yeah, yeah let us I, know. If yeah. we fucked up, let us know. I would hope that people know we try our best at this point. But yeah, if we fucked up, just tell us, and we'll we'll do a correction. Actually, I speaking also- of which, uh, uh, to uh, Waffle Man, yes, the the Gold Rangers thing on his face is the kanji for king. Yeah. I think we addressed o it la- as an last- O Ranger. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, talked we addressed about it last, last episode. We record on a little bit of a delay. A lot of people told us <laughs> what the symbol on the Gold Ranger's helmet is. I'm sorry, I didn't know. I apologize. <laughs> you know, actually, no. I'm. This is what. This is the thing we were just talking about. When we fuck up, we want people to tell us. That's yeah, true. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, everybody. Now it's we know. Just, it's just funny because, like, I, I admittedly was. I don't think I was making fun of the shape, but I was like, why the hell is it this? And boy, you all sure let me know. Didn't you cross your mind that maybe there was a reason for it? Why are there so many lines on this helmet? What is this dumb thing? I especially feel dumb for not realizing that it might be a kanji, because, like, that seems kind of obvious in retrospect. They do that pretty often. Yeah, I I know all the samurai helmets are kanji. Yeah, I think it's just because it didn't it didn't occur to me because the rest of them are just shapes. Like the rest of them are just geometric shapes. So it didn't yeah. 
But anyway, my bad. There's some corrections for you. Um, so that's the episode. We're going to go ahead and, and, uh, and, and wrap it up because I don't have any questions. Uh, and also we've gone a little long. If you have questions for us, oh no, I just found out that the horse hose monster is back next episode. <laughs> yes. Hell yes. Hell <laughs> I'm yes. So upset. Um, Leaky oh, faucet returns. <laughs> anyway, if you have questions, please send them to us at Teens with Dude on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is the Facebook group or Teens with Dude at gmail.com. Um, and, uh, let's see, uh, Cassidy, where can people find you on the internets? They can find me on Twitter at whatiscosplay, and, uh, you can find me on Let's Steal a Podcast on AudioEntropy.com, an Audio Entropy podcast. If you (laughs) like what we do here on AudioEntropy.com, you can click the (laughs) Donate button, and Donate like Sophie. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah, you. We watch Leverage. Uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a time and a half. We're nearly finished. Yes. It's very fun. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Simon, where can people find you? Yeah, my Twitter is the real Simben. Uh, I post random stuff. I'm playing Kingdom Hearts 2 and Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag these days, if you're wondering. I think you're going backwards in time. Yeah, I mean, I'm going around, I guess. Uh, Luke. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. I do a bunch of podcasts. We talked about Totally Reprise a little bit ago. I also do Let's Plays. This is about video games. Uh, there's probably some other ones. I don't know. Go check out AudioEntropy.com. Uh, on Friday nights around 8 p.m. Central, I GM a game called Silver Pines. Uh, this is a fun role-playing times. Mike's one of the players. It's, it's a good time. Mike. Uh, you can find me at Mike Loves Rabbit on Twitter. Uh, that's just about it. Uh, check out Going Pear Shaped. Uh, we've only done yeah. one episode recently, but like we're probably gonna be doing some more soon. It's a lot Ooh. of fun. I I just talked to a uh, talked to a friend of my mine who will be excited by that news. He loves the show, so there you go. Um, I you can find me at Chinchy McChilla on Twitter. I post pictures of my cat and the cheese that I made and. I, today I yelled about Kotaku a lot, so maybe don't follow me. Don't do that. It seems like a bad call. Well, uh, I, I agree, it was a dumb article. You yelled about it a lot, though. I was. It's anyway. Uh, <laughs> so for teenagers, uh, yeah, come back next week for what will surely be a horrific episode. Hell yeah. Uh, until then, <laughs> for teenagers with attitude, I've been Zach. I have been Mike. I've been Luke. I've been Simon. I've been Cass. And may the power protect you always. I don't know if it came through, but while I was recording this episode, there were tornado sirens going off outside, so I want you all to know how dedicated I am to this. Please don't die.
Stronger we will be.